0: Hello, podcast listeners. We know podcasts are a great way to catch up on a program that you may have missed on KSJE, and it's provided as a free service of this radio station. But you know, KSJE is now listener-supported, and so while you enjoy this podcast, we hope that you'll also take some time to join KSJE. Become a member today. It's quite easy to do. Just go to our website at ksje.com support and pick the level of support that best matches your budget. Thanks again for listening. Here's your podcast. 30 minutes. KSJE is supported by San Juan Regional Medical Center whose vision is to deliver world-class care, making life better for the communities they are privileged to serve. Offering a comprehensive range of inpatient, outpatient, and emergency care services so residents can live life better here. San Juan Regional Medical Center, community-owned and operated, here for you. And back in Studio A this morning with my guest, as I mentioned, back for her regular visit with me, Dr. Kim Mizell, the superintendent of schools with the farming, uh, pardon me, Bloomfield School District. How could I forget? My apologies, but nice to have you here. It's
1: nice to be here. Thank you.
0: And uh, things are, are moving quite along We're in the Bloomfield School District. I know um, you are anxiously watching the uh, school board as they are searching for who will replace you because you have a retirement plan?
1: Yes, I do, and I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> At
0: the end of the school year, more or less, right? Or the yes. fiscal year? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the plan. And so you were telling me before we came on the air this morning that there are the board has, or the committee, is it the board or, the, or a committee of the, the
1: board? The board has selected the top three candidates. Top
0: three. Mm-hmm. And we can announce who they are? Yes. Okay. I so. Not secret. No, so Okay. No, so. Some names we might recognize, probably. Yes, Go uh, ahead.
1: Kevin Summers um, and James Levis and Rebecca Benedict. And um, Kevin Summers, the Aztec superintendent, and then James Levis is my operations director. And Rebecca Bene- Benedict, Bennett, I'm sorry. Bennett, okay. Um, is from uh, CCSD. You know, okay. She's an assistant superintendent there.
0: Got you. Very good. And if I remember correctly, didn't Mr. Summers... Worked for your district before Aztec snatched him away to be he their did. superintendent. He
1: did. He um, He was in. He worked for. He was in the curriculum and instruction director, and um, did a good job. And so he's very familiar with Bloomfield and its systems. And so um, there's right. Two, there's three very good candidates.
0: Sounds like it. And so the timeline, I guess, is for the the board to um, talk to all three of these finalists now, sometime in the next maybe thirty. 45 I days
1: i believe uh, march 16th they will do interviews and make a decision so it's pretty coming up pretty quick
0: so okay yeah. and so hopefully you will be back to uh let us know who they have yes. chosen and, yeah. and maybe bring the new superintendent with you sure. on one of your one of your other visits later on this year yeah. so that would be that would be great well good luck and i know you are looking forward to your retirement but i don't think you're going to stay at home for very long probably you have some other things up your sleeve perhaps well
1: going to enjoy some time you know to travel and uh, my daughter's getting married this summer so we're in the thralls of wedding plans and yeah and um i'm in conversation with a couple of organizations for different part-time work i don't you know really Mm -hmm. want to enjoy my retirement too so but um yeah i'm looking forward to that time
0: very good well Congratulations, well-deserved, and we've really appreciated, of course, having you here and your leadership and guidance of Bloomfield Schools, of which you're not done yet, and so I don't want to, like, you know... I'm
1: still working. Yes, definitely,
0: (laughs) for sure. One of the things I wanted to ask you about is you had a pretty um, special visitor to the Bloomfield School District since we last spoke, none other than uh, famous actress Jennifer Garner was at Bloomfield Schools.
1: Yes, yes, she... um is kind of the spoke, well, she is the spokesperson, one of the spokespersons for Save the Children. And we are um, partners with Save, the Save the Children Foundation where they provide reading materials and uh, uh, basic need stuff for our resource center. Mm-hmm. And then also they provide um, interventionists at the schools for reading. And so we've had a, a wonderful partnership, and she came and visited Central Primary, and it was such a, a joy to see her and uh, Mark Schreiber, and he's a Kennedy, mm-hmm. and uh, another
0: kitchen. worker with Save the Children, yes, right? I mean, yes, he does a lot of work with of them.
1: The, he's one of the co-founders. That's of what it. I thought. And yeah, yeah he's. Uh, they were both really gracious people, and. Uh, I was very impressed with Jennifer. Um, she took notes. She wrote everything down. She's very knowledgeable about education. And um, she's a big supporter of literacy and supporting families. And she comes from a rural community herself, which I didn't know her history. Mm-hmm. And actually, she has family in Clovis and Portales. So How she that? She's a New Mexico-based type person. So it was neat to meet her. And um, she's a beautiful person. Very um, nice. Very I was going to
0: ask you maybe why she selected bloomfield to come and visit but if she has some new mexico roots because i know she made a trip to santa fe while she was mm-hmm. here too
1: oh yeah she was at the i was at the legislative uh, session and she was in the house and in the senate and uh, pushing for support for lit- for schools and um, funding to support some of the needs of uh, what's going on out in the communities especially rural communities um like 69 districts in the state of New Mexico are are rural districts and uh, we tend to not get as much um, focus because we don't have the for example, the Rio Grande Corridor, the voting power. Right, sure. And so um, it's, sometimes we have to really fight for what we get, so um, I would Nice really, to have someone of her stature oh, maybe doing that to fighting. Have someone speaking up for the rural communities. It was really very nice.
0: Right, and I would say too, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think a lot of the rural school districts have much different needs than maybe some of the more urban school districts, and maybe not as much resources to meet some of those needs. Not all of them, but I think, I think the rural districts do a great job but there's a lot of really unique challenges in a rural school district
1: mm-hmm. um yeah i think she was really surprised about the need for food mm.
0: in our community that seems like so, a basic need right
1: right and so she was kind of surprised at that i think um not realizing um food uh, food food issues in sure. our community and and so um she was taking Very, uh, specific notes. So, uh, she'll take it back to the chairs and the committees and everybody to discuss Bloomfield and, um, CCSD is also becoming a partner. They're just now starting. Okay. Um, so yeah, we've enjoyed that, uh, support and uh, we hope to continue that
0: very good what was the reaction of your your students and staff at uh, the central primary when a, so a movie star shows ec- yes, up right that doesn't happen every day
1: no they were so excited and um one of the little kids the students recognized her from several of her movies of course and so i was like well they're very in tune to what's going on in the world so <laughs> it was nice and she read to I read a, a book to some kids in a reading group that um they go in there for support and intervention. So um, it was very uh, sweet, was it? Right. So very, um, it was moving.
0: I bet, I bet. Well, congratulations to get that kind of spotlight, I think, mm-hmm. um, highlighting some of the, the positive things too that have been happening at Bloomfield Schools. Yes. I'm sure she was there to do that too. Yes. So that's wonderful. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, we got to talk about your wrestling team, <laughs> don't we? We do. How about that.
1: Yeah, they're state champions. Good for so them. I have Congratulations. Two championships under my belt as a superintendent. So okay. That's kind of fun. Okay. Very good. <laughs> and I, I am such a advocate for wrestling and I was visiting with my daughter for wedding plans. So I missed the state championship celebration, so but you know, my my family's first. So. Right anyway i think you would have been there if you weren't planning a wedding i would have been there i would have just celebrated not too many things
0: top that but wedding planning probably is one of them yeah yeah,
1: my daughter needed me so anyway um we're celebrating them Uh, they'll be recognized at our uh, march board meeting and uh, bloomfield um, city council is recognizing them and we'll be doing some celebrating for them because that is a grueling sport Um, right uh, if you've ever been to a wrestling state championship, there's the backside and the front side, and um, the backside are the kids that have to wrestle almost twice as much to even place uh, because they're in like the losing bracket. Losing Kind of climb back up. Right? Yeah, yeah, and so um, and then we had two state champions out of the front side of it, so okay. that means they won every match that they went through. But um, the amount of wrestling that happens during that period, um, someone called it a meat grinder. It's just grueling for these boys and girls. Uh, we are girls. We have a good mm-hmm. girls team as well. So I'm um, very proud of the young men and women that are in wrestling. And, and it's, it's a neat sport because it's an individual sport, but then there's a team sport part of it, too. So um, it's impressive. So. Yeah.
0: Very much so. Well, congratulations, go Bobcats for the uh, Bloomfield wrestling team yeah. and uh, and winning that blue trophy. Yes, at the yes. state at the state Amazing. level. So, and I think was it Aztec that they had to get past to yes to Aztecs win. There's no always, slouch either. Yes,
1: they're always tough. Yeah. Um, but like I like I said, the backside is where you kind of win a championship, and that's how well those uh, that loser bracket comes through the system. And our boys actually, I think we—they said we won by 15 points, but don't quote me on that. So, um, last year we lost by a half a point. Oh, to so close. So. Okay, well
0: then. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, great, great story. Thank you for sharing that. And again, congrats to your uh, to your wrestlers. That's that's yes. awesome. And yes. it sounds like you've got a lot of celebrations. So, if the community wants to come out, they can probably pay attention to your Bloomfield School's Facebook page right. or website, right. and you'll be talking about some of these events you've got planned mm-hmm. to celebrate the yes. the team. So. Very, very good. Another thing I wanted to ask you about was um, some of your students took part in a money, I'm um, sorry, smart money reality fair. We talked about this with our friends from the Farmington Public Library, which I think is where these pictures are, are taken. But this is kind of some financial literacy type of in, information for your, for your students, which I think you're a big proponent of.
1: Yes. Um, you know, the new graduation requirements will require that they do take a financial literacy class. And, uh, It's about how to manage your money and have a, you know, a checking account and understand uh, what you need to do to provide for a family and just conversations around if you have how many children do you have and um, planning for retirement. And so those are all real important things in the future for these students. And um, they went to the I'm glad that the uh, library had that events so that could right. go and learn more
0: right and then the way it was it kind of geared as far as i remember is that you know the students would show up and they'd be assigned maybe a job and you know you make a certain amount of money a, a month and out of that you've got to figure out where you want to live and then oh guess what you have now a couple of kids and that's going to eat into your budget a little bit and and figure out how to how to make a budget yeah. and maybe what careers pay what type of salary and making those types of, of decisions I think is really smart information to have Mm -hmm. as a high schooler. Right. Or even a middle schooler. And
1: they get a sense of, uh, what it takes to raise a family, you know, or what kind of salary with what they want, what are their goals? What would they need to make? And so it's all, uh, informing them of decisions like whether to go to college, whether to go out and go into the trades and, um, or just go straight to work out of high school. It depends on what the need is. So sure, yeah.
0: and a lot of the other things too that we were we would talk about as well. Like maybe you know, well, I'm I'm, I'm going to get an apartment in Farmington. It's a little more expensive than an apartment in Bloomfield, but I've got a job in Bloomfield. But now I have to drive back and forth to Bloomfield to go to work. So right. that's going to be more gas money, and all that eats into the budget. Mm-hmm. And yes. and those decisions yes. have have consequences
1: we all have to make those difficult decisions that's true (laughs) that's very
0: true but it looks like the kids are having a good time and uh and learning a bit about finances and budgets and that's Mm -hmm. never a bad thing i think for any any of us no so because
1: as you know we all go through life and all of us have had our hills and valleys and financial woes, I'm sure. <laughs> very true.
0: Very true. Well, I had a time in my life when, you know, if the card swiped, I just bought it, you know, and yeah. if it didn't, if they didn't swipe it through, then couldn't buy it. But that's, yeah. that's a whole other time. But oh. yeah, very true.
1: Beans and uh, um, ramen yeah. noodles. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> I always think about food and how you manage your uh, grocery bill. Sure. You know, groceries are so expensive and so um, I always watch what people are getting and, and see what they're managing and how they work through that. But right. I think we could learn from a lot of people, um, especially th- some of the um, generational things like when, how to stretch your food, how do you add like potatoes to hamburger meat or mm-hmm. tacos, um, stretching your food. I don't think our kids are learning that kind of thing. So I think some important things like that might be good to discuss as
0: well. (laughs) Right, very true. I will tell the audience a story. I was probably in my 30s when I discovered that Ziploc bags were clear because my mother had washed them and reused them when I was young and thought that they were just cloudy, kind of a frosted plastic all my life until I bought a box and I'm like, oh, they're really clear. They're like, when you buy a new one and not reuse it for five years,
1: Yes, that's it's a clear a, thing. That's a depression thing. That's right. Uh, my grandmother used to uh, wash and clean her foil, and any, she saved everything yep. and reused everything. So, um,
0: We never bought a new Ziploc bag when I was a little kid, never. Just Just reused them all the time. Exactly. So anyway, there you go. You mentioned the state legislature, Dr. Mizell. I want to ask you a bit about some of the legislation that did pass already and maybe some of the other ones that the governor is still considering, I think, that are sitting on her desk. But one of the ones that I know we've talked about several times is the graduation requirements and making some changes to that to give students, I think, a bit more maybe options Mm -hmm. to graduate. And that one did pass and was signed already by the governor correct yes
1: um that won't go into effect until i believe 2025 um but uh that we will be able they will no longer be required to take algebra 2 for a graduation requirement that's where financial literacy will come into play that they will Mm. need to take a class like that okay and um it also opens up more options for career technical type classes or even dual credit classes, you know, they can, it's kind of giving them more options to take classes of interest rather than requirement. Okay. And so uh, I think it's gonna be a great thing for the high school graduates.
0: Nice. And for those seniors, I guess, are they able to maybe demonstrate some of their competencies then in a different way then? And maybe- Yeah, I I believe that's
1: coming with like a portfolio Mm -hmm. or presentation. We've been kind of waiting on that for a while now. Okay. Uh so uh right now SAT is they just have to actually just take the test. There's not like a cut score for that. And so um the cut score was supposed to go into effect um I think with the ninth graders last year or something. But anyway, that's a good thing too, because um not everyone can score well on test but they actually can do well with work ethic in schools and make the grades and do okay. So there's a, a some avenues that they can take that way as well.
0: Gotcha. You. So you see this as positive, positive change? Yes, very change.
1: positive, very positive for the students.
0: Very good, okay. The other um, things that you were watching, I think the school calendar was another um, issue that maybe isn't resolved just yet? Yeah,
1: no, they were uh, moving forward with the rural change and um, making it, rather than hours they're moving it to 180 days required and it is very much a fight with uh, four-day schools uh school districts mm-hmm. and um, it will also impact our professional development days in the district so we have tentative draft calendars but we're really waiting to see what happens with that rule to make a determination what we're going to do so we've all um, the superintendents in this area have talked. We try to um, align our like spring break and Christmas right. break if we can together, and we uh, talk with the college as well. So we all try to align ourselves because we share our kids, we share our employees, we share people. So, <laughs> um, so we're all kind of just waiting to see. Um, we were supposed to hear about that last week, and I haven't heard anything yet. So, hmm. I've been checking my emails and waiting to see what happens.
0: Okay, and that's a rule, not a law necessarily. So right. that's coming from the Public the Education l- Department?
1: Yes, um, so the, the law is now, it was hours, that they contact hours. Okay. Um, for some reason, they moved to days, days. and so it gets really confusing. Um, what we did last year is we extended our school days, like my district, 15 minutes every day and then uh, we uh, added on a few um, days to make up all the hours. And so um, now we're having to look at total days in school. And so uh, it's getting uh, more and more challenging when you put all these parameters on what we're trying to do. And, right. And
0: you mentioned, too, that some of the other, I think, smaller school districts that do maybe the four day weeks, because mm-hmm. it certainly seems like it's maybe efficient for them to heat and cool buildings only four days a week, not five and things like that. They would right. have to make a major change.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for them, it's a lot of times, you know, transportation, food, electricity. Um, it is also a recruiting tool. Teachers like working four days a week, right. you know, mm-hmm. and so in some of the rural districts, you um, they really have a hard time finding people, but that's the selling point for them. And, um, you know, we're hearing rumors that there's just going to be massive, you know, retirements, people, um, no longer teaching because they're going to take this away, just making the teacher shortage worse for a lot of districts. And so they've been fighting real hard, um, to prevent it. Uh, I don't know um, if that's going to be successful or not, that doesn't necessarily impact the school districts up here. Right. But it will impact our professional development days. So we have, we're kind of just on hold. For Rating. That yeah mm-hmm.
0: so okay so what we say in the radio business is stay tuned which i guess is what That's we're doing
1: right we're all trying to stay tuned to what's going on <laughs> okay
0: watch that inbox i guess too right. with the emails yeah. and see anything else that came out of the uh 30-day session it was a short session so you know a lot of the bills were dealt with the budget of course um certainly funding for schools is is certainly still right um, pretty um, strong i think
1: right now they're they're recommending a three percent raise across the board um, it's not like an average. It's just 3%. And then we're hearing that, uh, unfortunately, our insurance rates are going to go up. So that, that will have to be covered by the districts, which is um, a significant amount. It's like 16% increase. Hmm. So it's okay. a lot. So um, I've basically I've had my budget meetings with my principals, and st- and I just said, we're on hold with the budget as well because we have – we do have declining enrollments, and then we have these increases, so it's it's definitely a balancing act with um, managing the budgets.
0: Right, and the state won't send any more extra money for those insurance increases to the budget side. I guess if the employee has to pay a bit more, that 3% raise may cover some of that, you would hope?
1: I would think so, but according to my finance manager, she said we will have to pick up the, diff- uh, the increase probably, oh. because they have the 80% 60 per six, uh, 70%, split. 60 70 per split mm-hmm. depending on their salaries and so yeah it will hit us hard
0: gotcha <clears throat> okay just a few minutes remaining this morning dr Mizell and i always have to ask you about your uh, your car uh giveaways at the end of the school year i know you told me this year that it's uh, back to maybe one car for perfect attendance mm-hmm. and one card based on gpa for your students right correct? right that's, that's where for, things are
1: for the high school and charlie way brown yeah students
0: okay and still so and the kids are still in the thick of it right yes, and they competing are. and yeah. staying healthy and coming to school that's all good
1: yes as far as i know I haven't okay heard anything else good um so um that's always a fun time of the year and we will be having our grand opening and we'll send you an invite for the uh, oh yes your family uh, resource, resource center uh, right mm-hmm. resource yeah. hub pardon me it's coming up uh, i believe uh i think it's march 25th but okay. or 28th one or the other end of march mm-hmm.
0: okay I'll be here. I was hoping it wasn't going to be during spring break when I no, may not be here. So no,
1: I wouldn't have been here either. <laughs> okay, well, there you go.
0: So I, I will look forward to that because we've been talking about that a lot and right. I hope the community will be there too uh, to celebrate this really great resource for, mm-hmm. for Bloomfield because as you have you've shared with us, it's offering a lot of really cool things for your families and mm-hmm. students in Bloomfield schools. Right, right,
1: it's for the community. Yeah and the students. So that's a a wonderful thing that we've been able to do.
0: Very good. Well, Dr. Mizell, I appreciate the update this month. Thank you very much. And uh, good luck with all your wedding plans. Exciting. And, And of course, the transition. And of course, we'll look forward to hearing who the school board selects. To fill those big shoes that you're going to leave behind, Um, but we'll look forward to learning about that maybe next time.
1: Yes, I hope so.
0: Okay, thanks for being here. Thank you. You bet. That's Dr. Kim Mizell. She is the superintendent of schools with the Bloomfield School District, my guest this morning on KSJE. Did you enjoy that podcast? We hope that you did. And if you did, share it with your friends. And if you really want to keep podcasts like this coming, please support KSJE. You can do it easily online at ksje.com.